We all need a shot of encouragement to keep us going. A new beginning with Greg Laurie is sure to help in your journey of faith. Hear it twice daily. Details at vision.org.au. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Lyle Shelton is the Managing Director of the Australian Christian Lobby and he's joining me on the phone once again today. How are you going, Lyle? Yeah, doing well, thanks, Tracy. We've certainly talked a lot in recent weeks about this situation with Iraqi Christians and minorities who have been persecuted and driven out of their hometowns. And I know that the ACL has a petition running to try and get our refugee intake increased. There has been some good news, hasn't there, but not quite to that end. Yes, no, not not quite to that end. But certainly, uh, Tracy, the government is responding uh, with compassion in the face of unspeakable brutality that we're seeing occurring in northern Iraq and, and for some time previous in Syria, which hasn't had quite the, uh, the media focus. Um, so the, the government uh, has announced uh, late last week that within our 13,700 um, humanitarian intake uh, per year, within that quota, uh, 4,400 places will be made available to people from Syria and Iraq. Now, these are mostly Christians who are being persecuted by uh, Islamic State extremists, but uh, it will also include, obviously, other religious minorities such as Yazidis, um, Mandaeans, and possibly um, some Shia who are also being persecuted. So uh, it's certainly a, a good move by the government, and uh, we um, we uh, very much welcome it. But we do believe that we should go higher than the 13,700 to... If this is not an increase in the humanitarian intake, it, it's... Um, it's allowing for this category of people within those overall numbers. Yes, and, and certainly other countries have done so as well, haven't they? And then they've taken that extra step and they have increased their humanitarian intake. Yes, they have. Um, places like Sweden, Germany, France uh, have all been uh, you know, fairly generous. Now, now, I must say that you know, Australia on a per capita basis is one of the more generous places uh, for taking uh, refugees and, and so we, we must put that in pers- into perspective but I suppose what ACL is calling for is um, for us to even go beyond the generosity that we show. 13,700 is, is really um, a drop in the, in the ocean when you consider the need. I mean hundreds of thousands of people are being displaced right now in northern Iraq. Hundreds of thousands uh, possibly up to a million have fled Syria. So there's a huge, huge problem here. And uh, this extraordinary situation is going to require extraordinary generosity. And uh, we'd like to see the humanitarian aid, humanitarian intake at least go to 20,000, possibly uh, a little beyond that, um, so that we can shoulder a bit more of this uh, load and, and help uh, as many of these people as, as we possibly can. So in addition to the petition, then you're encouraging people to write to their politicians? Yes, we are, and um, we're about to um, mail out pastors this week around the country encouraging them to do that. But, Tracy, the great thing is we're, we're seeing that grassroots Christians are really on board with this cause. Um, more than 8,000 people have signed our petition asking the government to increase the humanitarian intake. Uh, I've written to the Prime Minister about it, uh, and we'll continue to, to make the case. And uh, we you know, encourage people to go to refugees.acl.org.au uh, if they want to sign that petition and please, you know, pass it on to your friends on Facebook. That's right. And it certainly is important to uh, keep our politicians abreast of the issues that matter to the Christian constitu- the Christian constituency at large. And on that uh, score, Lyle, the ACL has their conference coming up and Labor leader Bill Shorten has agreed to attend. 
Yes, he has, Tracy. I'm really excited to uh, an- announce this, um, that uh, the Leader of the Opposition uh, will be our keynote speaker uh, on October the 25th in Canberra, and we'd love as many people to come as possibly can. And uh, the reason we've invited Bill Shorten is uh, each, each year when we have a conference, we seek to invite either the Opposition Leader or the Prime Minister. Uh, we are non-party partisan, and uh, our strategy at ACL is very much to engage both sides of politics. Uh, we, we don't believe God is Labor or Liberal, uh, but we as Christians should seek to um, engage both sides and to influence both sides. Uh, we won't always agree with both sides. Uh, and certainly um, Mr Shorten isn't with us on, on every issue. For instance, he uh, supports uh, changing the definition of, of marriage. Uh, we hope we can have a positive influence on him. But I know that he'll come and he'll have some things to say, probably um, about a whole range of other things which, which we do agree on. So it's not an either-or, but it is important that we engage. Has Mr Shorten ever attended any ACL meetings before, Lyle? Yes, he has, Tracy. Um, he was uh, good enough to attend an ACL Meet Your Candidate forum in his local electorate of Maribyrnong just prior to the last federal election. And uh, he made some terrific comments that night uh, about our Judeo-Christian uh, heritage as a nation and the fact that our history should be taught for what it is. That is, that uh, we do have a Judeo-Christian heritage. Uh, and uh, we really welcome those comments because there, there are some voices in the community who, who uh, are trying to see that uh, taken out of the education curriculum. Uh, in fact, the, the current national curriculum uh, doesn't make any reference or makes very little reference to uh, our Judeo-Christian heritage, which, of course, was pivotal, pivotal in uh, shaping our nation. And it's great that uh, Mr Shorten, uh, whilst he, he may not be someone of faith in the way that we understand, uh, recognises that very important uh, aspect of our history. Now, Lyle, we know that uh, the parliamentarians have been on a five-week winter break. Of course, there's been a lot going on, though, for both the opposition leader and uh, senior ministers of the government and the prime minister. But the budget is all the talk at the moment. There's a lot of meetings on the sidelines, isn't there? Yes, there is, uh, Tracy. This is an extraordinary circumstance. Here we are in August, uh, late August, and the May budget still hasn't passed uh, the Parliament and uh, doesn't look like passing any time soon. Um, the uh, crossbench, the Palmer United uh, senators in particular, uh, are really uh, driving a very hard bargain and it looks like many of the budget measures uh, are in the process of, of being watered down uh, in negotiations that are going on now. Um, so uh, as Parliament resumes next week, it's going to be, again, a very, very interesting time just to see what's in and what's out of uh, that which was announced in May. Of course, we knew that going in, though, didn't we, after the federal election, that the new Senate was going to make a big difference on the landscape of politics, and we certainly see that playing out on issues like the budget. We we sure do, Tracy. I think the thing that surprised a lot of people is that the the government seemed to have taken a fairly hard line with the the new crossbenchers. It it put up um, a a robust uh, budget. Um, but uh, and assume that uh, the, the crossbench would would pass it uh, in the national interest. But of course, um, uh, they've shown no desire to do so, and uh, they're playing hardball and using the leverage that they have in the Senate uh, to really um, uh, very to, to really take it up to the government. Now, you know, I'm not sure um, whether that's uh, in the national interest. Um, there's certainly some measures in the budget which which perhaps could be you know seen as a little bit tough, but um, but on the whole, uh, the government's got a problem in terms of trying to bring um, the uh, the debt uh, back under control and uh, get Australia living within its means. So let's hope that uh, those bigger picture issues are, are, are what causes people to um, to really focus on in these negotiations. Yes, certainly plenty of negotiations to come in the days and weeks ahead. Lyle Shelton from the Australian Christian Lobby, thanks for joining us again today. Yeah, thanks for having us, Tracy. 
Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.